Thanks for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Everybody and welcome to Uncle Sam's Sock Podcast. I'm Stephen Jotter, and joining me, as always, is the one and only Jake Petroba. And Jake, welcome, welcome. It's it's been a while since we've done this, and we're back. Yeah, we are back. Midweek, I was out sick Sunday, so hopefully we'll return back to our normal lineup. Um, yeah, a couple announcements we'll get to, and on today's episode, we're talking a little Concacaf Champions League, talk MLS. What is the headline heading into MLS's 25th season. 25, Jake. Major League Soccer is it's a quarter of a century old. Plus, Jermaine Jones, we've actually had on the show, uh, had some, some takes regarding the U.S. men's national team. I want to react to that. Anyway, listeners, at Uncle Sam Soccer Pod, Uncle Sam Soccer Podcast at gmail.com. Send in your thoughts, your comments. We want to hear them. Can't forget, we got Tom Bogert. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago. He's going to give us a fantastic MLS preview. Talking uh, Western Conference, Eastern Conference, kind of some of the major headlines. And uh, Jake, uh, let me ask you, does it feel like MLS is upon us? You excited? I'm excited because, unlike you, uh, I'm not a Euro snob, so (laughs) I haven't watched much European soccer uh, over the, I guess, what are we, uh, season ended at what, beginning of November? Uh, so what does that put us here to? Four, four months? I haven't watched really much soccer over the last four months. So yeah, I, I, I am excited that MLS is returning this weekend. Uh, I haven't watched much Champions League either. Uh, I know that's probably sacrilegious to say to you, Steven. So yeah, uh, MLS, I, I, I'm super stoked uh later this weekend when we get things uh rolling yeah portland and minnesota first game for you providence park it's gonna be on the road i get it's a bit strange to me obviously the nba uh typically has a big matchup to, to kick things off the nfl we know what they do opening i guess what what do they call it the opening weekend or whatever it's like it thursday is. That, that's the thursday, thursday night, night. Game. it's usually the super bowl winner against right. Somebody. So, but MLS, DC United versus Colorado, Audi Field, Saturday, 12 p.m. I, I think MLS could really spice things up a little bit. Make it, make things. They match- should have, they should have done Seattle versus whomever that first game Saturday to stand alone, put it on ABC or put it on Big Boy Fox. And uh, they could have given us like Seattle Atlanta. Wouldn't that have been a nice matchup? Oh, that's and, that, and that's juicy. the only one Saturday afternoon. It stands on its own, and then bam, you get uh, everything rolling Saturday night, and you have the games on Sunday. Or you could even have had the Seattle matchup, whoever they want to play, Friday night. Maybe that's not as I don't know. It's a Friday night. Maybe that's not a good good thing to do. But yeah, it does feel a little weird that, that there's there's nothing there that. Uh, the first game, it, it, it doesn't feel meaningful. You know what I mean? Like, there's not. Well, yeah. And, I mean, look, they have they have some sexy matchups. Nashville, Atlanta, obviously, new boys in Nashville. We'll we'll talk about a little bit. But that's honestly, to me, that is the leading game on Saturday. And there's eight games: Vancouver, 
Sporting KC, Orlando versus RSL, FC Dallas, Philadelphia, the Dynamo versus the Galaxy, San Jose versus Toronto, Montreal versus New England. Hold up. You think you think Nashville-Atlanta is the game on Saturday to watch? It's the sexiest game. You know why? Because Nashville, how many tickets have they sold? A lot. Yeah, but you know they're going to get I don't care. I don't care. I will simply watch to see the stadium, the team, the colors. Oh, man. You know the sex. No, I think your (laughs) sexy sexy matchup here is so. No, it's it's. There, there are two games that I think are sexier than Atlanta and Nashville. FC Dallas, Philadelphia. I know it doesn't have the star power, but I think that's but a that's, super that, interesting that, matchup. What? Okay, fine. If you're oh. an MLS fanboy, yeah, that's sexy. Okay, yeah, young Oh, kids, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to watch, watch Walker Zimmerman get dunked on by Joseph Martinez six times. <laughs> yeah. Well, this... and the other game, the other game I find sexy and super interesting, which will be on national TV if you have uh, Univision, will be Houston LA Galaxy. Tab Ramos making. Uh, his MLS coaching debut, and so will Chicharito be making his MLS I, debut. I, I get it. Maybe you want to watch it for that, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's not that sexy. I do think Montreal versus well, New you, England. If you want to go down, if you want to go down that star-studded name, Thierry Henry, to see what his his debut is in Major League Soccer. Obviously, Montreal is playing right now in the Concacaf Champions League. And holding the, their water so far, this is the weakest MLS team in the competition. Not that they're going up against a very difficult team. Uh, well, I think of all the MLS teams, I think they're probably going up against the second most difficult team in the in the Champions League of the five of the five teams of, of the five MLS teams that are in Concacaf Champions League. I would say Saprissa is the second most difficult opponent that an MLS team or that an MLS team is playing right now after uh, LAFC is playing Lyon. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think they, they might be third. But whatever. Now we're picking hairs. I, but, the, but the thing is, people said it was Montreal was the team least likely to get out of – well, apart from LAFC. And LAFC is a strong team. So there you have two more heavyweights going out, uh, out against each other. If LAFC was playing anybody else in the competition – they're more. They're what eight, nine out of ten times the favorites. Well, I don't know. According to the conversation that uh, we had off mic, LAFC can't win anything that matters. So okay, that's that. We're talking about Major League Soccer. We're not talking about uh, you. Hey, they can't win big games. This is a big game. Well, yeah. Well, big, they, big yeah. Carlos Vela was absent. Absent. In well, we know he doesn't make. Well, we know he doesn't like show up uh, for Mexico or in Mexico, right? Oh, well, that's, that's Any, okay. Anyway. Back back to the sexy matchups, okay? <laughs> Sunday, then you got some some more some more intrigue. Portland, Minnesota. Although that's a that's a strange matchup to me, Jake, because those games have been very tight last couple of years that they played. They're they're a little cagey. They're a little cagey. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I I I I like it and. Uh, as we re- remember a few years ago, Minnesota went up to Portland uh, for their inaugural game on national TV and just got run over by the Timbers. I think they lost that game uh, 5-1, if I remember correctly. Uh, I vividly remember Vadim Demidov just getting worked <laughs> by the uh, Portland Timbers. I don't know. Your definition of sexy is weird because I don't <laughs> I don't see Portland and Minnesota and go, that's a sexy matchup. That's, that's the matchup I want to watch. Uh, for me... 
I'm going to. What? There's two, wait, wait, there's wait, two wait, more wait. matches I think are, are sexier on, than that. What, one. on Sunday? On Sunday. Yeah, okay. LAFC Inter Miami. Yes, yep. we get it. One. Okay, click. Next. What? What is it? Uh, Columbus and NYCFC, I think, is the other sexy matchup. No. And, uh, oh, we're going to ask Tom. We're going to ask Tom about Columbus crew because I've been seeing a lot of steam on the crew recently, and this is well, why. You know, you know NYCFC is going to be strong. Afternoon. They're going to be a strong team for the regular season. But let me remind you, listeners, if you have any, if if you're interested in wagering, this is Steven's um, top tip when it comes to sports betting. Do not bet on NYCFC to win anything in knockout football. Here's what they've done since they've entered the league in 2017. Okay, they have finished second in the conference and second overall in 2017. Pretty good. They lost in the conference semifinals. 2018, they were third in the Eastern Conference, finished seventh overall. Oh, they got knocked out in the conference semifinals. How about last year, Jake? First in the conference. First. Second overall behind LAFC, who ran away with the top seed in the Western Conference in the Supporter Shield. They got, they got knocked out in the conference semifinals. If History has anything to say here. NYCFC will finish either first, second, or third in the conference, be a top team in the league, and they will not be knocked out in the conference semifinals. They are not a team to put your money on when it comes to nut well, well, time. I didn't, hey, I didn't know the league. We were, we were playing for a league title on Sunday afternoon. Well, the, uh, the week but, one, but, match day one. You're right. And by the way, but, but by the way, is... when, when it doesn't matter, that the team that can't show up when it doesn't matter just beat San Carlos one nil in the second leg of the Concacaf Champions League, and they are advancing. Remember the team I told you you're sleeping on in the Concacaf Champions League? I said you're sleeping on NYCFC. Yes, you did. You did. And you, you and Jason of League One Fun both kind of like, all right, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But meanwhile, <laughs> you guys all penciled in Atlanta and Seattle for. Uh, for uh well the, atlanta looked pretty damn good last night everyone had said montreal was gonna eliminate right away and you know as things stand they're uh they're through because i believe away goals is the tiebreaker in the Concacaf champions league uh this, this first and round here moment, so yeah, at yeah. Moment, so and, all i'm saying is i know i'm not i know i said fc cincinnati wouldn't be as bad as they were last year but i'm just all i'm trying to say is you're sleeping on nycfc and just trust your boy here all right so he, he, but i think this is an interesting point here you have mls opening weekend you have a few sexy matches, depending on your taste, what you like. Maybe you go more youthful. You like FC Dallas, Philadelphia. Maybe you like you like the ambiance. You, you, you see, you check in to see what the culture is in Nashville. Or maybe you just want to do some, uh, you want to see some superstars. Chicharito, LA Galaxy, debut. Or you wait till Sunday and you get LAFC and Inter Miami. You have a nice, a nice pick. I guess if you're on Tinder... You wanted to swipe left or right. You have options this weekend. This is good, but you don't have the you don't have that moment where it's you know baseball season is around. You know when the NFL is on, right? MLS needs to carve that out because you watch some of these teams in the Concacaf Champions League, and you can tell that they're still in preseason mode. And it's this is what they bargained for. Remember when they 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 when it just became so hectic for these clubs at the end of the season, playoffs, competing with CONCACAF champions. Like, it was just too much for them. So this is what they, this is the consequence of that. And uh, Jake, let me put my tinfoil hat here. Atlanta United won MLS Cup the year after they, 
they won the U.S. Open Cup. They look pretty good. They look pretty good to be the first team to, to get that CONCACAF Champions League, that, that team to kind of bro- break open some doors. Yes, I know other teams have have won a variation of the competition before, but Atlanta, listeners, it's a team to keep your eye out on. Let's let's wait until they play somebody actually for real in CONCACAF Champions League before we start. Uh... Hey, momentum is big in competitions like this. You're not wrong, but uh, I'm just saying. Let's, right. let's, let's play a team I've heard of before yep. we go and proclaim yeah, them as, the, right. as a frontrunner. Let's get to the question of the day here, listeners. What is the headline, the headline going into MLS's 25th season? 25 years old. What is the headline, Jake, going into this season? For me? Yeah. You want to know what I think the headline is going into this season? Uh, I think it's the influx of players coming from Mexico and La Liga right now. I mean, look, we have a number of, I think, big-time signings for this league. I think uh, it's a little unprecedented, if you ask me. First and foremost, Chicharito, we've mentioned him already on the show, signs with LA Galaxy, the all-time leading goal scorer for the Mexican national team, was brought in uh, to replace Zlatan Ibrahimovic as the Galaxy's number nine. Uh, The other big-time Mexican signing... Earlier, uh, just a few weeks ago, Rodolfo Pizarro leaves Monterey for Inter-Miami on a $12 million transfer. Pizarro made the move to Miami because he believed, this is kind of a crazy statement right here, uh, he believed MLS was a better stepping stone to get to Europe than Liga MX. And, you know, Stephen, kind of on a tangent here, but do you believe well, that? Well, I wonder, though, this is what I'm, be- I'm beginning to wonder. Are teams in Major League Soccer better marketed overseas? Are they th- might be, but how, but, how but, but, see- but if you're a player, I don't think you necessarily care about the the level of competition. What you care about is how many eyeballs can you get yourself can you get on yourself in playing for whatever club? Well, it's interesting because MLS they talk about how they uh, the, the league talks about how they, it wants to be a selling lead, but league, but I don't see a history of the league flipping players to Europe on a regular basis to where as a player, I would think, Oh, this league is going to get me to Europe instead of La Liga, which is clearly, or Liga Max, sorry, which is clearly the best league on the, uh, on the continent. So that's just to, uh, to throw this wrinkle in, uh, we're getting a comment from a listener, um, Jones here. He said that NYCFC won today in a knockout game. So maybe tides are turning. I already mentioned that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying a listener sent that in. They agree with me. They agree with me. Our good, our, our good friend Jones. But J- Jake, this is this is an interesting question. Now is uh, MLS over starting to punch um, Liga MX, and and I think I think that the Concacaf Champions League teams. It seems like MLS is taking it more seriously. And obviously, once an MLS team wins this competition, we'll see what it really means for other MLS teams. Whether or not this is just a league thing, and whether or not fans really care, you're in, you're out. Once you know, we're all watching to see which MLS team can win it. And Toronto, we're we're pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 
don't anyway, get back. Uh, let's let just... me, let me, I got, I got some more pointers to make here before, uh, before we kick it over to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right? fair. I, 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 spent, I spent a lot of time putting this list together, okay? okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Sporting Kansas City paid $9.5 million uh, for Chivas striker Alan Polito. Uh, the transfer fee was the largest SKC had ever shelled out for a player on the transfer market. Now, this one, this next player here is a little uh, silly season. Uh, Tigres winger Jurgen Dam is set to leave Mexico for Atlanta United on a free transfer later this summer, according to ESPN Mexico's Rene Tovar. Now, Stephen, I have a lot of questions within the question of the day here. Uh, MLS is the third most watched league in the U.S. after Liga MX and the Premier League in terms of TV ratings with the infusion of some megastars from Mexico and Liga MX will the league see a bump in ratings ah I don't know I, I'm, I'm assuming on the uh, on the Spanish networks Spanish channels probably but honestly when have we really see like MLS has such a small tick in TV in TV ratings that it doesn't take much for there to be a significant bump. I mean, you're seeing, if you see an increase of 20 or 30,000, that is a huge number for, you know, a league that averages around 300,000. Just do the math of that, that, that percent increase. Well, here's, there's a problem. I'm not, not much of a mathematician here. So you're going to have to, uh, Spell it out that, for me. That's Either a 10, way, that's a ten percent increase. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what were you well, doing? Hey, I don't know. I I'm not good at math. Sorry. No, but if dump, you do a 10, you want to. but but you say, hey, league, you're gonna do a ten percent increase. I I mean, look, I'm not in the office. I don't know what what they're targeting, but a ten percent increase is, is sounds good. That's good. I mean, it won't be good for World Soccer Talk or whatever that uh, website is that takes a dump all over MLS every chance it gets. I mean, I think it, I think you will see a bump in ratings across all networks, not just Univision. I think you will see it on ESPN. I think you will see it on. Uh, I think it varies. ABC, it's going to depend FS1, on the matchup. Fox, wherever. I, well, right. I mean, it like, but, like Atlanta, Atlanta, Nashville does not get me excited. So I'm not sure if I'm going to tune in for that. Wow. Okay. You're Sorry. Nuts. I know I'm you, tuning into that. You're, I'm. I'm going to butter can, myself all up for that match. You see that matchup and you start getting sweaty and you start breathing heavily because you you want to see how many people <laughs> Nashville can cram into Nissan Stadium. Yeah. Me, I don't I don't care. That's I don't, great. That's I'm what the league you, needs. You stand. You you are standing. You want to hear Nashville SC's stupid anthem that they came up yes. with. You want. I don't care. I do so not much. care. I do not care that the anthem sucks. I just want to. I want to feel the atmosphere. Nothing is better in Major League Soccer than when LAFC sings the national anthem. <laughs> that's the that is the jewel like of Major great, League Soccer. This is such a great bit cuz that's that's like your go-to is the it's the national anthem. This is this is the only club in American sports across all the leagues of all the sports of all levels, college, amateur, they're the only club that gets the national anthem right. By a long shot. Well, and we're happy for him. Anyway, San Jose. Give us, give us your give us your headline that you're. Well, you're I, I wanted to add something to. to to these names coming coming to the league. 
San Jose, Sporting KC, the Whitecaps, DC smashed their own transfer records this past transfer window or this this offseason. Jake, you're seeing an increase in spending. What do you think that means for the league? Do you think they realize, oh, crap, we better start spending on our squad because it's having a huge impact? It's economics 101. You can't make money if you don't spend money. I mean, they, yeah, they 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 have they should be spending more money. I mean, I mean, you can't you can't sit here and but tell the Euro snob or the the guy right. who only wants to watch Premier League, well, what pay attention to MLS, even though the quality sucks, and then get and then and then get all offended when he says, yeah, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want to watch these no name U.S. based players that I've never heard of, or I don't want to watch you know Joe Blow for uh, Chicago. I'll go tune on. I'll go tune on NBC in the morning and I can watch uh, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, run circles around West Ham or, you know, it's anything like that, you know. So you need to raise the water level, at least get it on par with League MX, and maybe you will start but, to see Jake, is, is, more, more eyeballs. You, you, you made a significant point about the influx of Hispanics, Mexicans, those players who came from Liga MX to MLS. Like you're, you saw an in, increase of that. And they're big names. Some of the better players in Liga MX making their way to Major League Soccer. Then you have San Jose, Sporting KC, the Whitecaps, DC, smashing their own transfer records. But notice one thing here. It's, it's not for the 38-year-old washed-out European. Or the 34-year-old. These... MLS is going the route that you saw with Atlanta United when they first came into the league. Young, up, uh, up-and-coming players. Some of them who happen to be more in their prime, but they're not going after the name for just the name's sake. This is what crushed the Galaxy. Chicharito might end up being a better fit for LA Galaxy despite not scoring as many goals. And despite not causing so much drama and off-the-field headlines. Why? Because it fits the system. I think you're, you're seeing teams go, I don't care what the name is. Are they willing or are they able to fit my system that I have here at DC United or at here in Vancouver or whatever club it may be? No, you're right. Like you said, I, I think Atlanta provided a lot of teams with the – uh, gosh, I don't even know how to really put this. I guess they, they were the guinea pig, if you will, with with those, you know, signing Almiron, Joseph Martinez. You know, you go and shell out big money for them. You get get these young players, and all of a sudden, you're they're fun, you're exciting, you're packing Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and now there's a litmus test that other teams can look at and say, you know what, this formula, what that this this thing they're doing down there, it works. We should be signing younger, more exciting players. We don't need to be signing, you know, old, decrepit European player who once played for Werder Bremen 10 years ago and because he played in Europe. Therefore, we think he's going sure. to make people want to watch the league. You know, I, I think, to, to me, I get more excited when I see, you know, yeah, as what, a fan. What gets, what, does, what gets Jake Quattrova all hot and bothered in Major League Soccer? Okay, case in point, you know, I follow Minnesota United. When Minnesota United's linked to Babello, uh, I think it's what his name is, uh, 
blah, 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 whatever. Uh, Reynoso, the uh, central attacking midfielder for uh, Boca Juniors, he's, uh, you know, in his lower, uh, he's 24, 23, somewhere in that ballpark. That gets me excited. What doesn't get me excited is seeing, oh, hey, we're going to bring in, you know, 34-year-old striker from, I don't know, Austria or something like that or uh, Sweden. You know that 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 like that that does nothing for me. And but I, I feel like MLS ten years ago thought, well, if they if this player at all played in Europe, that should get fans excited. And and it it doesn't it doesn't get me excited. I I like to see teams going into South America, going into Argentina, uh, uh, Paraguay, countries like that. Okay, identifying sure, but there's a normal. limit to that. Sometimes you can get it wrong, and you it, can it get can... it wrong, but. I, you can also get it wrong by going fishing in Europe too. Okay, I've seen get plenty it, of yeah, European okay, players. Yeah, yeah, you get it wrong both ways. <laughs> anyway, we got a couple minutes here before uh, Tom Boger calls in. Um, guys and, and listeners, we want to hear what the headline is going into major leagues, major soccer, <laughs> major league soccer's twenty fifth season. And for me, it's simple. It's all eyes on Nashville and Miami. Yep, I am I am excited to see Nashville opening weekend against Atlanta United with 50,000 fans singing and whatever it may be. I can't wait, okay? But, Jake, I'm concerned about the team. Yes, they have a defensive unit. 